0: Yo, what's going on people, I'm Alex, welcome to the Stop Being Busy podcast So, a little bit about what this podcast is, this is episode one Um, I've been covering a lot of things really, my health, fitness, parenting and being self-employed So yeah, I'm self-employed, I'm I'm a data analyst slash business intelligence analyst Um, What that means, basically I look at numbers, look at data, build dashboards, build visualisations um, and I help organizations understand what their data means about their customers so they can make the right business decisions. So I do this on a freelance basis. Um wanna be moving more into um, running it for my own business, so winning my own clients um, rather than contracting what I do at the moment. Well, I'm gonna get all into that in another day on another podcast we're gonna talk about contracting, freelancing and whatnot. But um yeah, I just want to give a little bit of intro on what stop being busy is so The idea and the concept actually came to me many years ago, many, many years ago. It was back in, oh, I don't even know. It was maybe like 2014 when I was thinking about changing industry. So at the time I was working in insurance, um, didn't really like my job. Um, I was working in claims. So originally in Brighton, moved back to London and I was working in um, a renowned uh, insurance firm over in surrey uh, the office is no longer there but it was over in surrey at the time so i was traveling there from london um didn't really like my job and i thought i was just like wasting my time so every morning hour to two hours to get into the office i was like being late i wasn't really putting the effort in and i knew it wasn't really a true reflection on me as an individual so i needed to make a change and that's when the idea of stop being busy just came around came about and it's something like Become my own little personal mancha since then so if i'm thinking i want to do something that i can't be bothered i just tell myself stop being busy and that's literally it so yeah i've been playing around with the idea um over the last couple of years but now i'm actually being i am stopped being busy myself and i'm putting this podcast out so i can share um just some of the things that i go for on a day-to-day basis some of the things that you might be able to relate to you know what i mean. Um, I've got a bit more life experience than I had when I first had the idea for myself, um, so now I just want to share it with you. So, the podcast it's mainly been started because I want to give myself a bit of personal—can't speak—I want to give myself a bit of personal accountability, um, just to get fit. So, my weight fluctuates like year to year, month to month. So, where I'm now, I'm like 104 kg. I'm not like super overweight, but I've got a bit of a belly on me. Um, I When I train, you can see that uh, training, I adapt really quickly. But obviously, I'm getting older now. I'm 38 now. So I really do need to be a bit more accountable, um, especially as I have a little one running around. So my son, the main reason for me to get fit and get healthy is just to give myself a bit of longevity and be able to do the things that my son wants to do. So my son is 20 months now. Uh, coming up to 21 months actually in the next couple of days um, yeah, he's a little, he's a live he's a live wire he runs around, he's got lots of energy, he's very active and he's only going to get quicker as he gets older bigger, stronger, do you know what I mean? And then if we have more kids in the future as well um, then yeah, it's up to me to really look after myself so that I, it's only fair so I can give it back to them um, when they're running around, playing and obviously like, leave good memories of them as well. So that's what stop being busy for the health and fitness is all about um i've spoken about self-employment so i've been self-employed now for about five years uh started in 2018 so i came out of insurance i got a job um, in, in data analytics um So I was building reports and dashboards for a few advertising companies in London. Really good gig, uh, gig, gigs, I moved around a bit. I got a lot of really good experience, met some really good people, met some really good friends, made some really good friends, sorry. Um, And then around in 2018, uh, my wife got a sabbatical. She was a teacher at the time. So she got a year off of work, which was um, pretty cool. And I was like, wicked, we can uh, go, go traveling, but I obviously need to work still. I need to make some money while I'm away. Um, my wife was a lot better than me just saving. Uh, she had a better job. She was earning more at the time, um, she's just a lot better um, with her money. Uh, so she had some savings that she could rely on, but I needed to work because I, I wasn't ready in that position. I was working in a really low paid job, but um, I just wasn't able to save at the time. So I didn't really know what to do, but I knew I needed to do something. And this is when the idea of like contracting a freelancing came around for me. Uh, one of my good friends, um he was contracting at the time I met him in one of the agencies he was contracting at the time and he just kept saying to me Alex why didn't you try contracting why didn't you try contracting you know what you're doing you know your stuff like you're accountable for your work like give it a go do you know what I mean it gives you the op- opportunity to be flexible you could potentially make more money La 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 lot of things go on um and then he actually set up an interview for me which was which was amazing. He put my name forward. Um, I went to the interview. I got the job, which was great. So I started my freelance gig and then um, I was actually going to leave. I was actually going to leave when it came around to traveling, but I just had a conversation with them. I was just like, look, if I don't ask, I'm not going to get. So I had the conversation. I said, look, I'm going to be moving to Southeast Asia with my my girlfriend and our fiance at the time, now wife. Um, Would it be possible if I continue working um, UK hours while I'm away? And to my um, astonishment, they said yes, which was great. So, pretty much the majority of the time while I was traveling, I was working under the UK wage and living in Southeast Asia, which was wicked. So, I was able to get some savings behind me as well, get some really good life experiences, culture, food, all of this, all of the great stuff. But then also um, continue developing my career at the same time. So, yeah, that's how that all came around. That's a quick intro, um, a little bit of my fitness journey to date. So the last 10 years, um, let's go back actually. When I was at uni, my main sport at the time was football. So I started playing in goal as a goalkeeper. Um, but because we played football so much, I was playing about four to five times in the week with two 90-minute games. So I was playing in goal uh, for all of them and then training as well. Because there were so many opportunities just to play, I started came out on pitch. Um, I always had a bit of pace on me back in the day. Um, so I started playing up front. I knew where the goalkeepers didn't like to put the ball, so that was like my reason for going up front, and it helped me score a couple of goals in my in my career. So I played the goal for a bit and then played up front, um, but I was getting loads of injuries as I started to get a bit older, especially with my hamstrings, um, and they've plagued me pretty much until now. So I'm really looking for ways where I can actually get rid of these issues. I can continue running, and if I want to play football every now and again i could get back into it so yeah that's my intro on what stopped me busy is going to be all about it's going to be lots of different stories uh, topics i'm going to be going into so like foods that i'm eating like i mentioned before self-improvement uh tracking in the gym the ways that i track how to set your day rate as a data as a contract so, like there's lots of things that i'll be covering and again these are all things that i've experienced over the last five or ten years and then hopefully i can like share back and help you as well but anyway on to this week's topic so it's how to get match fit for a one-year-old so as i mentioned my little boy luca he's 21 months here 20 month 21 months old um he's nearly two years old um and when i had a kid i'm not even gonna say when i had a kid when some of my friends um are expecting them and the dads are asking me what is the one thing that I should expect? It's not, you're not gonna get sleep. It's not, your diet's gonna be all over the place. But one thing that I say to them is listen, trust me, work on your stretches and work on your deadlifts because you're gonna need it for your back. All the bending, picking up, kneeling, like getting into weird positions, like all of that stuff. Like if you're not looking after your body um, and then you put it on top, not having sleep and then not eating well, you know what I mean? You're only gonna lead to injuries so a big thing is all about just like incorporating ways to incorporate and training into your daily routine so some of the things that I've been doing is working on or including my main compounds into my lifting so in the past when I was going to the gym I didn't really have a plan or if I did it'll be body splits so I'll be doing like back and biceps one day and then i'll be doing chest and triceps another day and then i'll be doing just a leg day but then what would happen is like chest is my favorite day because it's the one that i'm most comfortable with so i'll do chest day and then i have a a day off then i'll do back day and then i'd have like four or five days off and then it always always like by coincidence or magically mystically always happened to be leg day that i skipped and if anyone knows, I've got chicken legs. I've inherited them from my mum's side, I believe. Um they always like wind me up, like my legs are like massive at the top, like my quads and the thighs and everything. And then as it gets to the knee, and then below that it's just like skinny calves, little bony ankles and then big feet. So they can literally chicken feet. Chicken feet, chicken legs. <laughs> but it is it is what it is. You get what you got you you gotta deal with what you got what you get given, you know. And um that's it. So yeah, I, did. I was always skipping leg day, and then I was always going back to chest day. He's like, "Yeah, I could do chest day, chest day, chest day," and that's probably why my chest is probably my easiest part to train. If I just like go to gym for like two or three times, um, I can see a difference in my chest, probably because I've worked it the most. Uh, but what I'm trying to do now, I, I listen to a podcast, it's called uh, Mind Pump, Free uh, America guys. And they used to be fitness personal trainers, I believe. They do a daily podcast and they talk about like all things that are happening in america they talk about their families their kids whatnot and then the main thing is like fitness a fitness questions. so people call in they talk about their fitness issues it could be i can't get my hamstrings to grow what do you recommend and they'll give them advice blah 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 really good podcast go check it out it's called mind pump um yeah apologies if like, i sound a bit muffled um it's now may here in london and hay fever season for me has fully kicked in so I'm not going to be able to breathe probably from now until I don't know December time so um, yeah if you've got any tips or remedies or home remedies or mother's tales or anything that helps with um, hay fever please let me know I've pretty much tried everything sometimes they work some things work But this year, I'm absolutely struggling, but I just got to deal with it. But anyway, yeah, I'm listening to that podcast, Mind Pump, and they've got some uh, training programs. So I decided to invest in them. In the past, I was always like, if I can't get it for free, I'm not doing it. Um, And I've had to slightly change my mentality as I've got older. Reason being is what I've realized, especially with my work, is if you don't invest in yourself, you don't get results. So investing in yourself could be, paying that 500 pounds for a course obviously if you've got the money to spend paying that 500 pounds for a course or paying 100 pounds for a fitness program do you know what i mean it's all of these little things just to help you keep regimentally give you a bit of guidance to get you where you need to go when i was younger i was all about just like doing things for free um which is great going onto youtube finding training programs but um, i played the guitar as well so finding like uh practice routines and practicing songs and everything but what I found as I've got a lot a bit, little bit older is that where there's so much information and there's so many different uh, sources of sources to go to or place to get your your information from, it can be a bit conflicting. And what you could end up doing is trying a bit of everything, and as soon as you get a bit bored, you jump and try something else, and then you're not really sticking to it. You're not really uh, giving it your all, so you're not really giving your time the opportunity to develop. You're just learning how to bounce around, continually bounce around and not actually uh, progress in whatever you're trying to do. So I invested in one of their programs, it's called MAPS Anabolic Um, and so far so good, do you know what I mean? I'm on week three at the moment, Um, no, I'm on week, yeah I'm on week three so I've just started phase two, there are like three or four phases and each phase lasts a couple of weeks. Uh, The program itself lasts like, it's nine to 12 weeks overall. I can't remember, it's either nine or 12 weeks overall. Uh, uh, Basically it's making a difference. I'm noticing a difference. Uh, Big one. It's just basically, so it's, it's allowing you to incorporate the main lifts. So, even if you don't want to buy a course, I'm not saying to go and buy the one I've got. There's loads of other people or companies that make courses. Even if you're not doing the make, buy the course, there are a couple lifts that you need to be doing. And these are your compound lifts. So keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it light. Work on your form. If you don't know what you're doing, go to the gym. And if you see someone doing a lift that, you, that you've that you got on your list to do, just go and ask them, oh, excuse me, can you show me how to do this? Like, it's really simple. But the lifts that I recommend that you do do, Um, (laughs) doo-doo lots of doo-doo with a baby around the lifts that I recommend that you do are um, uh, starting at the bottom so I'll say deadlifts Uh, deadlifts are great Um, what I found for core um, legs and also my lower back again it's all of that bending picking picking up rolling around throwing like all of the things that you've got to do with your kid to stay fit Um, and then from there also doing lots of of like bench press uh so, and then the one that i've worked on the most um, that i've needed to work on the most is my squats so squats is something that i i just religiously just avoided um, all of my like lifting or fitness or life <laughs> basically um i knew the benefits of it but I was, I was just doing body weight squats i was never doing weighted squats i just didn't see the benefit of them and the reason why is when i did try to do them um when i was younger if i saw someone lifted heavy i felt shy lifted light going to the gym and lifted a bit light and i was like "Ah, oh, um i can't lift that much people what are people gonna think of me blah 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 but as i've got older i realized forget all of that it's all about just your personal health your personal well-being it's not about other people around you um and it used to hurt as well because i was loading the bar far too heavy for what i could lift so i don't even i don't even lift that much on um I'm, a, I'm gonna do a squat days uh i think the highest i've got up to is with the bar included uh, about 80 kg so it's it's low but it's what i can push at the moment obviously um i progress every time that i go to the gym so it'd be good to see where i'm where what i'm squatting um, at the end of the year but i'll, I'll report it and let you all, you all know as well uh so some of the other um things that i get in as well I love pull-ups. I could not do pull-ups at all when I was younger. I remember this one this one um, story. So we're out with my friends. We were playing. I don't know what we were doing, like throwing a tennis ball, playing football or something. And it went over and got a neighbor's garden. Um, I, live in, I lived in an estate in Peckham, South East London. And I knew the neighbor. It was absolutely fine. And I was like, hey, if the ball goes over, just jump over and get the ball. It's not a problem if I'm not in. It was like, we weren't a problem at all. And my friends could jump over all the time and get it. I could never climb this wall. I realised that like, I'll get my hands on the top of the wall and I could never pull myself up. And this is from like eight. And then my next um, memory is I went climbing in Burmesee. There's a, a climbing wall, indoor climbing wall. And there was like an overhang. So I was climbing, like climbing up absolutely fine. But there was an overhang. And as soon as I got an overhang, I just fell off every time. And I couldn't work out what it was. And it was just, I didn't have any upper body strength at all. So I made it my own little personal mission during lockdown to learn how to do pull-ups. So I bought a pull-up bar and put it in the spare room. And literally, when I started doing them, it hurt so bad I thought there was something wrong in the bar. So I was was like researching, uh, is this bar the right shape? Um, Seeing if there's any issues with this particular brand of like pull-up bar that I bought. But then it was just me. It was just me just not having the muscles or strength to do it so. What I did was I, I literally um, stripped back what I was trying to do. I was trying to do far too many in a day or even trying to do a full pull up. So I went to like, doing negatives. So jumping to the top of the pull up and then slowly, 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 slowly uh, releasing myself back down. Um, and that helped to like develop the strength. So when I could do negatives, I could do five, 10 negatives uh, comfortably. I started to do full, full pull ups. Um, so I'll do like one, um, and then I'll just walk off, do my work. Every time I went to the toilet, or I got up to get a drink, or whatever, I'll just do one more. And this continued for about six months. Um, so if as soon as I could do one comfortably, I would add two, and then I'd do three. And it got to a point in the day where I was just like, every time I had a break and I walked past the pull-up pull bar, I'd do five, six, seven, do you know what I mean, at a time. So, I got really, really good at doing pull ups. And what I realized is I no longer have the bar up anymore because my um, little boy was born. Um, he's in that room. Um, but when I go to the gym, if you don't do it every day, it's something that you lose. So, if you can put a pull up bar up or find something you can do pull up bars on, I've just found that they're really good just for, again, for picking up, um, having that upper body strength because you're going to be carrying loads um, if you have a little boy or a little girl, a child um, running around or whatnot uh what else what other exercises have been beneficial for me oh this is a big one i'm not very good at it at all i'm not very good at it um i'm going to do a podcast on this at a later date and it's about my asthma and how it affects um, like my breathing so i mentioned asthma earlier um like or hay fever earlier sorry so my hay fever triggers my asthma and then my asthma if i don't manage it can lead into chest infections if i get chest infections then i'm out i can't do any cardio or any like sport like properly for say a month to three months depending on how bad it is um but what i've realized is that if i'm fit um i maintain my weight well and i'm running then obviously all of that is just a lot better it's a lot more manageable so something that I'm trying to incorporate now is running um, nothing too nothing too crazy uh, just go for little 5k's here and there I've done that in the past um, I've done a few like mud runs like 10k mud runs I did the tough 15k tough mud last year um, that was really interesting because I had a chest a chest infection two, two months up to when I had to run it and i was only able to train for a week so i did two mini runs of 5k um, absolutely struggled before the race um, but i managed to do the race itself i was with one of my friends um, he's a lot fitter than me and like we helped each other get around so and obviously with all the breaks and the, the um, with the climbing frames and ice baths and electrocution pools and <laughs> all sorts um you get to rest up so it wasn't too bad in the end. So yeah, running just for your cardio because my little boy, he's fast. He's faster than you think. Like he'll just be walking and walking, walking slowly next to you. And then he'll just go, one, two, three, go. And that's it. He's off. He will literally just shoot off, and you have to be careful. Like I live in in a London. There are cars everywhere, traffic all over the place. He's not aware of. He doesn't know. He knows what a car is, but he doesn't know that if you run in front of it, it's gonna hit you, and you're gonna potentially hurt yourself, die. Do you know what I mean? He will just run into the road if he sees something If he sees a ball on the other side, he will just run again. The concept of danger isn't really there yet. So keeping fit being able to like those little sprints just to um to to react if there is danger and uh like it's important the reason why i bring this up is because i used to sprint a lot in football um, and when i've got my most hamstring injuries it was from like explosion that quick movements um those yeah the quick movements from a standstill and that's when i got the majority of my hamstring injuries and what i've noticed now is i've got older because i've not been maintaining my running and sprinting i notice little like pulls in my hamstring or pulls in my groin if i like just go if i just like quickly move in the wrong direction in a too if i move in the direction too quickly basically what i'm gonna get out so training all of those things in as well it just makes a difference and i'm, I'm the type of dad that is quite active uh, we go to the park we play football together we run around a lot Do you know me i, mean? I want to be quite active i want to distill that being active and being outdoors is a good thing. Do you know what I mean? I understand that technology is part of being a child as well. Like my work, everything I do is about technology. So I don't expect my child not to use it. Um, but I do try to just, like I said, make sure he understands that being outside and doing outdoorsy things is also um, fun. Do you know what I mean? And he's only going to think that it's fun if he sees me doing it, mum doing it, and we're interacting all together, uh, being fun outdoors. So yeah. Yeah. That's the football being outside, being match fit, getting match fit for a one-year-old, um, and the big thing, like my big takeaway, I guess, for like getting match fit for my son is, I found it a little bit easier this time uh, than when I was younger when I was trying to get like ripped or shredded or whatever. Like getting fit for your child isn't about getting ripped and shredded. Well, it might be. It really depends on what your goals are. But for me, it's more about creating a um, lasting memories and building stronger relationships with my kids as I mentioned before so being able to play outside being able to go for long runs being able to do those bike rides being able to climb those mountains and all these all these things that we're going to be we're planning to do in the future um if I don't look after my health if I don't manage my asthma If I've got injuries all the time, then I'm going to be that dad that's at home as i ask, sorry, Um, ask mum, or no, sorry, you can't do it at all. Do you know what I mean? And that's not really the life that I want my children to have. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Stop being busy. Interesting. I'm interested to see where this goes. Um, I've got, like I said, I've got a few ideas, uh, for the podcast. Um, maybe in the future, I'll get some guests on and we could talk to them about like freelancing, contracting, being a parent like all of these things they will be a uh, really really interesting to get other people's views as well um, but yeah that's it i guess for this week um looking forward to sharing more of you and yeah have a blessed week and i'll speak to you later and remember get out there stop being busy